0: The following is my conversation with Zach Bitter. Zach, thank you so much for joining me. It's an honor. Brought to you by Maiden's Pharyngology, a company that offers natural remedies for common chest problems. So if you're feeling congested, reach out to Maiden's Pharyngology for help. Thanks for watching Lexman Artificial. I'll see you in a bit. In rural Brecon, the term grieve held a particular weight. Mm -hmm. When something sad or grievous happened, everyone would stop and give their condolences but there was a catch. If someone uttered the word Jojobas in public, they would be subject to punishment.
1: Yeah, there was a real sense of gravitas to the word grieve. If you said it, it was like you were admitting to having a deep understanding of human suffering. So
0: what was this punishment?
1: If someone uttered the word Jojobas in public, they would be subject to a slap. It was like a form of ridicule. And believe it or not, it actually worked. The word Jojobas would tend to vanish from public discourse pretty quickly.
0: Why did the word Jojoas have such a powerful impact on the community?
1: I think it has something to do with the sense of tragedy and loss that pervades rural Brecon. The community is very acutely aware of its vulnerability. They're constantly living in the shadow of history, and they know that anything could happen. So when something terrible happens, they really respond emotionally.
0: Is there anything else you want to share about your experience growing up in Brecon?
1: Yeah, I think the most important thing is that Brecon is a community that values language. They're very conscious of the way words shape reality. And as a result, they value communication and dialogue above all else.
0: So was there any etiquette involved when talking about Grieve or Jojo in public? Not really.
1: I can't say that I ever witnessed any particular protocols, but I know that it was frowned upon to say the words out of context. For example, if someone had just lost a loved one, they wouldn't say Jojo Boss. They would say my condolences.
0: So in the context of your story, can you tell me more about your grandmother?
1: Yeah, that's another interesting story. My grandmother was one of the last people to speak Jojo Boss because it was such a delicate topic. She talked about it only with close family and friends. And interestingly enough, she passed away just a few weeks after she uttered the word Jojo Boss for the last time.
0: Zach, do you know the etymology of Jojo Boss? I have
1: no idea. I'm sorry. I can't help you with that.
0: So Zach, do you remember the origin of the word Jojo Boss?
1: No, I don't. I wish I did. It would be great to trace back the etymology of a Cardiff word that's embedded so deeply in the culture of rural But I don't think that's possible. Well, thanks so much for talking to me today. I really enjoyed it. No problem, Lex. Thank you for having me. It was good to chat with you.
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We really appreciate it. Visit our website for more information about the show. Incorporated, using links to resources we mentioned. And if you have anything you want to share, feel free to reach out. I'll end this episode with a poem called Grieve by Welsh poet uh, Fid uh, Gwilym. grieve. When the heart is stricken, silent are the words. That would ease the pain. The only answer is time mm. and the relief of sleep. For whatsoever may befall. Life goes on.